a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. you have given unto us to see yet another new day this is the day you have made we will rejoice and be glad in it in the precious name of jesus christ ancient of days i magnify you i give you glory i give you honor i give you adoration that it be thy exalted in the name of jesus christ lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the lord for the privilege he has given unto you and i to see yet another new day declare with me i have these five declarations that you are going to make this morning after which i will share the word of god with you then we pray together as i round up the series on depression declare say holy ghost fire begin to burn every foundation of depression that is operating in my life, born foundation of infirmities, foundation of retrogression, born into ashes in the name of Jesus. Declare, thou power of my family idols that are responsible for everything that is going wrong in my life, be arrested in the name of Jesus. I decree and I release myself from the cage of evil pattern. I decree and I release myself from the cage of evil pattern in the name of Jesus Christ. Blood of Jesus begin to break every foundational problem in my life in Jesus name. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening based on wherever you are i want to thank god for i want to thank god for the help and the grace that he has given to each and every one of us during this one week series on depression and i just want to round up today with the last point on the realistic steps that you need to take in order to take your life back from depression the first realistic step is to first make a decision to take good care of yourself because you come first you come first take good care of your soul take good care of your spirit take good care of your body take good care of your appearance take good care of yourself consider your health and Tell this thief of sorrow, depression, affliction of worry and anxiety to leave your family alone, to leave your spirit, to leave your soul alone. Number two realistic step you can take is for you to reinvent yourself and reinventing yourself involves you acquiring new knowledge learning lessons that you need to learn and take 
time to improve on yourself and today i will be talking on the third realistic step you need to take which is to forgive yourself and to forgive those who hurt you forgive yourself and forgive those who hurt you our lord jesus christ was talking to the disciple using the the lord's prayer it taught them to understand that they need to forgive first in order for the heavenly father to forgive them there are many things that has happened in our life that we realized that truly we made some mistakes we realized we made some errors that relationship that god gave to us we were a little bit too possessive and the person got tired of us at a point you realize you truly sometimes do realize our mistakes sometimes it's just that we sometimes refuse to accept and take responsibilities for our mistakes in order for you to truly overcome the problem that is causing you the depression there is need for us to forgive ourselves where we made mistakes your family rejected you because there was a mistake you made there was a lady that was caught with the sister's husband and the family rejected her pushed her out of the family and because of that she went straight to abuja and continued in that wayward lifestyle because nobody cared for her she was so bitter against the family so she eventually caught a disease and it was at a point of almost dying that she realized that she had made a mistake we bless god for the saving grace because god restored her her family forgave her but for a very long time she wasn't free in the family because she still assumed that the people do not care about her she still feel guilty about what she did whereas they already incorporated her back into the family but she wasn't able to forgive herself there are times that we need to forgive ourselves in order for you to move completely away from the pain you feel it starts with you forgiving yourself this week series is centered on people who are dealing with some serious issues in their spiritual life and in their emotional life especially that they cannot handle and they are currently slipping into depression or they are already in the realm of depression already so if you feel like the message is not resonating to you just i just want to understand that this this message is targeted at people 
who are currently in a state of depression or they are about to enter a state of depression. There are many, there are many Christians who are currently depressed. They can't forgive themselves. You have to understand that every sin that you commit, every mistake you make, the moment you realize that you have made the mistake, God has forgiven you. Somebody who committed an error in the church and the church rejected the person. You see, what the, the Bible passage the pastors always claim is that Paul said, we should hand the person over to the devil. Paul said we should hand the person over to the devil. Handing the person over to the devil does not mean you should reject the person. You should cast the person out of the house of God. They capitalize on what Paul said and say, okay, hand the person over to the devil. It is not everybody because what what they don't understand is that the believer of those days, the believer of those days, majority of them had physical encounter with Christ. Majority of the majority of them were generations of people that the Holy Ghost descended on them. They saw the fire of Pentecost. They had that realization. They had that physical encounter. They saw fire coming down from heaven. Their salvation was pure and strong because we are human beings. Sometimes we need sometimes to, to actually buttress our point, to buttress our faith. So we sometimes need some physical signs. These people saw signs. They saw signs. They saw Christ descended from heaven. Such individual, they have their faith grounded in Christ. That when they make a mistake, when the church cast them out, they feel sorry for themselves. They don't want to be casted out of the, the, the church. They try as much as possible to maintain their humility and serve their punishment until they are reincorporated back into the church. Even in those days, many of them became lost souls. We're in a generation where even in our churches, we no longer see the power of God. The things have been so watered down that people no longer witness the move of God. People no longer witness the move of the Holy Spirit. Pastors today are sleeping with church members. Pastors today are faking deliverance. They are pushing people. See somebody that you are, you, they are ministering delivering deliverance to, the person can notice, the person can see that, okay, this pastor is pushing me. Sometimes they will slap your forehead in a manner that you will not be able to resist than for you to fall. This is these are some of the things people are witnessing these days. The power of God is no longer witnessed in, in the church. So it makes it difficult for people to be grounded in faith. So somebody who is here to be grounded in faith and you are claiming to hand the person over to the devil by rejecting the person from the church. Somebody who is already rejected by a family. That the only place where the person has found hope and identity and future is the house of God. And because of the errors, because of the mistake they committed, you rejected them, you the whole church turned against them. In the late 90s, when many of us gave our life to Christ, 19, I gave my life to Christ in 1997 by God's grace. 
those days when you commit sin you want to suspend yourself and you go into a place of retreat for you to get yourself back to God why because that generation there we had some experiences we had some encounters with God so when you are suspended from the church you humble yourself and you go to church where the the sinners corner where they made for you you can go to that place every sunday and humble yourself when i was a worker in the church i was suspended several times and it never affected my my commitment to going to church i was suspended for every little thing and those are the things that shaped me but this generation we find ourselves it is difficult because the pastors in this generation have watered down the word of god they are now focused on prosperity focused on deliverance focused on miracles that people are not grounded in the word of god so when you come up with suspension in a church it is interpreted as rejection it is not seen as discipline in the house of god so men of god needs to try their best to help people to be rooted in the word of God so that when they are disciplined in church they will not go to social media and announce the discipline and social media people begin to uh, pounce on the church I saw the picture of a wedding that a church which is my former church cancelled that, that wedding because the, the, the bride did not bring the bride did not submit the wedding gown to the pastor's wife before the wedding day. In many churches, there are rules when it comes to weddings, when it comes to marriages. So what happened in that is that because the church have standard when it comes to the kind of dress that anybody in the church should wear. This my former church, you are not allowed to wear trousers to church. You are not allowed to wear earrings as a lady. That's my former church. I was I was there practicing the same discipline before I left. Even though I had issues with so many of these restrictions, but while I was there, I had to obey because that is what the word of God says. You submit to authorities. So you are required to submit your wedding gown for inspection to make sure that on your wedding day, your wedding gown does not expose your cleavage, does not expose certain part of your body. Because we have weaker men in the church who on your wedding day, they will be lusting after you. Thereby committing sin, laying a very strong, a very wrong foundation for your marriage. That's what is believed. So the young lady was prevented from doing a wedding because she did not submit a wedding gown to the authority that is disobedience according to the word of god but because the person is not rooted in the word she considers that to be an oppression and then she went to social media put the whole thing on social media and majority of the people on social media do not even know the lord and then everything and then they stopped going to church they became backsliders so as pastors what we are required to do 
is to educate people, teach people of the doctrine of God, the kingdom where they have come to stay. Let them know the doctrine. Let them know the, the principles that, is, that are guiding that kingdom. Don't just continue to use miracles, signs and wonders, deliverance to attract people to the kingdom without teaching them the truth of the kingdom. That is why we have so many believers today that are not rooted in the word. Forgive yourself for all the mistakes that you made. Forgive those people who has offended you. You have to understand that when you refuse to forgive, you are not hurting the, the people who hurt you. You are hurting yourself. Because the people who hurt you, they have moved on. But you are still holding the evil they did against you in your heart. Thereby slowing down your own progress. That is why today, after seven years the guy left your life, you are still unable to move on into a, another relationship. Because for seven years you are still hurt. You are still holding on to the pain the guy caused you. Thereby putting your life on a standstill. There are many women today who have chosen not to marry who have chosen to say that men are this men are that because of what one man or two men or three men did to them there are good men out there that's what i want you to know that is why when it comes to marriage one have to spend time to pray the church has to teach that you don't choose by yourself you pray for god to lead you to the person that will handle your heart because when we try to handle our own heart ourselves, we end up in pain. That's the issue. Forgive so that you'll be able to move on and improve on your life. No matter how terrible the evil they did to you, forgive them. And you see, when you start practicing forgiveness, it becomes your lifestyle. That nothing people do offends you. Nothing people do pains you. You look at them as the sinner on the cross, the thief on the cross, that thief on the cross who did not even, probably did not even go to synagogue and has never been to synagogue before. But he earned himself the salvation that many of us has been protecting for years and then he went and met the Lord in paradise. Just by acknowledging the Lordship of Christ. The same way Christ forgave you, forgive that man. Yes, I understand. He caused you pain. She caused you pain. Your family caused you pain. Your friend betrayed you. They leaked out the secret that you, you, you gave to them. And then they were mocking you with your story. They hurt you deeply. Yes, I know they don't deserve your forgiveness. But for your own sanity, for your own peace, for your own future your own destiny forgive them let them go release them from your heart release yourself there are many moms today there are many single moms today who have not forgiven themselves for getting pregnant while they were in school they have not forgiven themselves and because they didn't forgive themselves they continue to carry that pain and then they carry it over to their child and the child will be able to see that in their demeanor 
child will begin to see that in their facial expression and sometimes some of the moms talks to the children that listen i am where i am today because of you it is your fault there are women that are blaming their child that they, they conceived out of wedlock say it is your fault i am where i am today i repeat again that child is a blessing from god that child is a blessing from god understand that nothing happens on earth without the knowledge of god and as it has happened to you i want you to understand that it is the will of god and the bible says that everything worketh together for good to them that loves god god will make everything to work together for you god will make everything to work together for you bless your child prophesy over her life so that he or she will be your blessing they will not be your pain my brother you messed up and because you messed up your woman left you they sack you from your place of work whatever happened that is happening in your life right now is happening first line of action is for you to improve on yourself forgive yourself forgive those who betrayed you and move on to a new life you cannot move on to a new life without forgiveness god loves us so much that's why christ came and christ was teaching us everything that is going to benefit us when you don't forgive you are not harming god when you don't forgive you are not harming god you are harming yourself you are hindering yourself because the person who hurt you today what you have to understand is that the person who hurt you today might be a blessing to you tomorrow so if you hold on to the hurt they hurt you you might end up losing out on the tomorrow's blessing so it begins by you knowing how to forgive yourself once you know how to forgive yourself it will be easy to forgive other people i want you to bow down your head this morning ask the lord to give you the grace lord help me help me i may not be able to give a distinctive description of what you are going through right now what you are dealing with i may not be able to give a distinctive description of it but everything works together for good to them that love god and because you love god everything is going to work together for you but down your head and begin to talk to the lord father help me out i need your help forgive me all the sins all the errors all the mistakes i've made bring me back to a place where i can find peace talk to the lord this morning talk to the lord talk to the lord say lord have mercy upon me restore me david prayed a prayer in psalm 51 he said restore unto me the joy of thy salvation restore unto me the joy of thy salvation david made a lot of mistake he wrote that psalm when he killed the husband of Bathsheba and he felt so guilty in himself because God punished him so hard his own son rebelled against him one prayer that David prayed is Lord in sin do my mother conceive me and then he, he, he came with that strategic prayer cast me not away from thy presence O God your pastor has cast you away. Your evangelists have cast you. Your prophets have cast you away. 
but you need to go to God and God ask, have mercy upon me. Do not cast me away. Do not cast me away. And if you are offended at your church for how unsupportive they were, forgive. If you can go back to the same church and continue to serve, forgive. Deal with the bitterness and go back. Whatever the church did, they did it because they, they love you and they want to discipline you. And listen to me, there are bad people in the church too. So the fact that bad people got involved in your matter does not mean that the pastor had a negative plan to just shame you. Or maybe the pastor even have a, neg- a negative plan to shame you. That should not kick you away from the presence of God. If you are not comfortable in that place anymore, find another local church where the Bible is being taught, where you can grow spiritually. Talk to the Lord. Father, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. If the Holy Spirit has been taken away from me, Lord, I humble myself. I come to a place of restoration. I want to pray for you. Though I'm not seeing you, but I have the anointing oil on my table opened and I have anointed my hand and my hands are raised up. As I raise this hand up, there is no distance in the realms of the spirit. As I raise this hand up, this anointing is coming upon you. Close your eyes. Wherever you are, the Holy Spirit is bringing the oil of gladness upon your soul. I pour the oil of gladness upon you. I pour the oil of healing upon you. The anointing to do exploit is falling upon you. Grace to be able to change. Grace to be able to stop those habits. Grace to be able to repent. Grace, Grace to be able to forgive yourself. Grace to be able to love yourself is coming upon you. I put the life of God, the peace of God in your home, the peace of God in your heart, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I anoint you with favor. I anoint you with healing. I anoint you with power in the precious name of Jesus. I bless you today with the blessing of Abraham, with the blessing of Isaac, and with the blessing of Israel. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We have come to the end of this series this one week series on depression if you have any question don't hesitate to post the question on the on the groups on the whatsapp groups or you can message me directly via any of the social media handles that i am on i am on instagram at 80 underscore events at at underscore events i am on facebook as at events missions at events missions so you can reach out to me on those two handles instagram at at underscore events and then on facebook as at AT Evans Missions. AT Evans Missions. God bless you. In Jesus' name.
I believe you've been blessed by today's message. Please share to bless your family and friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at_evas. God bless you. Thank you.